Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today. I'm going to be telling you a strategy, a plan on how to have pain-free sex in eight weeks. If you've been struggling with painful intimacy for the past year, two years, 10 years, or 20 years, I want to let you know that you do not have to continue settling our suffering. Maybe you've gone to a million pelvic floor physical therapists, the gynecologist, the sex therapist, the whole gamut. I am still going to show you how I help my clients who have chronic and lifelong painful sex, vaginismus, vulvodynia, how they get better in eight weeks or less. And what is the difference between them and those who do not get better in that time frame? So I'm going to share with you this step-by-step strategy on what to do to start feeling better in just eight weeks. All right. So disclaimer, I want to let you know that this is not medical advice. I am sharing with you an educational process on what to understand about your body and some ways that you can support your body and support your sexual health. I'm not your doctor, even though I am the vagina rehab doctor, I'm not your doctor. So everything shared today is for your educational purposes only. So this is how I help my clients with chronic sexual pain and chronic vaginismus or vulvodynia get better in eight weeks or less. Okay. I do want to be clear. Sexual pain can be things that are happening from menopause. So if you're in menopause and you've noticed that you just started having sexual pain when you reach 53 or when your period stopped, then that could very well be related to your hormones and the lack of estrogen. For someone like yourself, you may want to consider talking to your gynecologist about ways to support the vaginal tissue, the vulvar tissue, because it is dependent on estrogen. And not everyone in menopause experiences these changes. But if you notice that the time frame for you was right around the time that you went into menopause, then it's worth talking to your gynecologist about treatment methods that can help thicken up that vaginal tissue and support the the vaginal membrane. Okay. So for you, hormonal estrogen-based cream or some other method that can help you from a hormonal standpoint may be something to consider. There's other things like pelvic floor muscle dysfunctional patterns. What I'm talking about now is the muscles that surround the vagina, support the vagina, even the muscles in the back of the vagina. So like, let's say you're having penetrative sex, then the thrusting or the deeper penetration might cause you more pain. And for that, we always want to make sure that we're clearing out or we're making sure that we've talked to our medical doctor about the potential of fibroids, endometriosis, ovarian cyst. Because of the proximity between the uterus and the vagina, then we want to make sure that we're not forgetting or we're not missing something that's happening with the uterus. So an imaging, right, like a pelvic ultrasound, a pelvic exam, different things that can help us 
see what's going on with the uterus and the ovaries are going to be helpful for you. Next, I want to talk about people who are having pain just with initial entry. The toy goes in, the finger goes in, tampon or penis goes in, and there's already pain just at the opening. Or there's a lot of tension, tightness, burning, dinging around the opening of the vagina, or even as the thrusting is happening, the movement itself is causing pain. So for you, I want you to know ways to support your pelvic floor. And I want you to think about it from this angle. We are not trying to cure ourselves from home, but we are trying to support our pelvis. We're trying to support the pelvic floor. So that's what I'm going to do for you right now. Very briefly, before we get into the actual step-by-step process, is I want you to know the common forms of sexual pain when it comes to pelvic floor muscle dysfunction, vaginismus, generally a barrier, right? A barrier to sex where the muscles are so tense, the muscles are so tight that it's difficult for anything to get into the vagina. And there is situational vaginismus. So sometimes people are able to get in the tampon, but they're not able to have sex intercourse. Or you have people that can have a pelvic exam, but they're not able to have sex. Or you have people that can have penetrative sex, but they cannot insert a tampon. So there's situational vaginismus, but overall vaginismus is a neuromuscular dysfunctional pattern, right? Brain and pelvic floor. So usually some anxiety, some inhibition, some avoidance, some distress associated with fear, usually fear associated with sex and things going into the vagina. Vaginal insertion can cause fear or anxiety combined with a lot of pelvic floor muscle tightness, your coochie too tight. Okay. Your coochie is too tight combined with a little anxiety. That combination is the perfect recipe for vaginismus, which is usually a barrier to entry where things can't get in at all. Or something can get in, but it's excruciatingly painful. Vulvodynia is more so about pain on the outside. It may be clitoral pain. It may be vaginal opening pain, like right at the opening of the vagina before you even really get into the canal. It burns, it stings, it itches, it's sore, it feels raw. If this has been going on for three months or longer with no identifiable cause, there's not something that is causing that issue where we know it's like, oh, it's it's this. You, you've had six yeast infections back to back, right? Vulvodynia is where we don't know what the cause is, but it's there. Those are the most common forms. And then dyspareunia is the medical term for just overall painful sex. So let's get into the episode. I'm so excited for you. There's going to be at least one person today that gets the key. You get the recipe to what you can do from home. I want to tell you that if you can connect to someone like myself, who works with people with pelvic floor muscle dysfunction, great. I would love for you to join my wait list and get some one-on-one help because ultimately that is the gold standard way to cancel painful sex. However, if you're not able to invest in that, if you are absolutely unable, there is no way for you to get one-on-one help from a pelvic floor physical therapist like myself or Dr. Tina Mappa. Dr. Mappa is the colleague, my colleague who works with me. We both work with people who have sexual pain. If that is impossible for you, you just do not have the resources. It is impossible. Then I want you to consider supporting your pelvic floor muscle function from home. The first thing that you want to do, I'm going to give you six ways, okay, six steps 
the first thing that you want to do, and I'm sharing with you based on what I do with my clients that I've seen get better. And I've worked with people who have had pain for 16 years or more. I've worked with people who have had sexual pain their whole life and they overcome it. Okay. Not everyone overcomes in a few short weeks, but a lot of people do. Everyone's healing journey is different and there's no correct amount of time. But I do want to share with you what I believe has made a big difference for them. The number one thing, and you cannot skip this step. The number one thing, if you want to overcome sexual pain, cancel it. So you can step into more pleasurable, good, passionate sex. Is number one, you have to believe that healing is still available for you. You don't have to believe a whole bunch. You don't have to be obnoxiously hopeful. You do just have to have faith the size of a mustard seed. The size of a chia seed, if you don't know what a mustard seed looks like. I need you to believe and hold on to that little bit of hope that says your body is capable of transforming. Your body is capable of healing. I just want you to hold on to that. And that's what I do with my clients. On our first session, I let them know whether I think they can get better. And many of them, it's like, listen, I'm excited. Before we even start working together, we do this complimentary screening call. And that's where I see if I believe that we can help them. And for the majority of people, I believe that we can. And it doesn't matter if they've had their issue for 10 years, if they've had their issue for two years, or if they've never had pain-free sex in their whole life. So I want them to know that I believe that they can overcome this, step into a new chapter of pleasure, confidence, intimacy and experience the joys of sexual bliss that they've always dreamed of having. That is the belief I have. And even when they can't believe in the same way I can, I invite them to borrow my confidence. I had a client who I worked with for vaginismus. She was in a group coaching class that I did for vaginismus. And she ended up telling me that the main reason why she signed up to join my vaginismus group coaching class was because she looked at the energy and the positivity I had concerning vaginismus and how curable it is. And she said, even though I didn't have that same belief, Janelle, I knew that if I got around you, if I got in your presence, that I would be able to borrow your confidence. She gave me chills when she said that because I knew the truth of it. So number one, I want you to hold on to a really small amount of faith if you cannot hold on to a big amount of it. Don't ever stop believing that healing is available for you. Okay, that's number one. You got to do that. Number two, you have to determine your scheduled plan. Oh my gosh. This alone is a big part of how I get my clients better. How Dr. Mappa and myself get our clients better. I'm still getting used to that new language. It used to be just me for a while. So what we do with our clients who come in with vulvodynia, sexual pain, pelvic pain, incontinence, what they come to us for, we're not just giving them our expertise, all this knowledge, information. We're giving them a schedule. We're giving them accountability to say, you've got to show up for yourself three times a week. And it doesn't have to demand a lot of time, but I need you to show up for yourself three times a week. Sometimes for my clients who have more time dependent goals, maybe they have an anniversary coming up or a birthday or something. For them, sometimes I say, hey, I want you to do so and so four times a week for just 10 to 15 minutes. It it doesn't have to take an hour to do what you're going to be doing. And we're going to talk about those things that you can be doing. But for right now, I need you to think about the frequency of how often you're showing up for your pelvic health and your sexual health. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. 
Yes, we don't want to be doing this for the rest of our life. Yes, it's frustrating that other people can just have sex whenever they want and they don't have to do anything to to achieve that. Yes, that's annoying and that's hard and that's it, it's shame involved and it's frustration. But ha, ah, but in order to get to that other side, you have to show up for you. All right. The most average frequency that I use for my clients is three times a week, three times a week. Give me a second. We will get to what you need to be doing when you are showing up for yourself. But schedule it in your calendar. When do you have 15 to 30 minutes? No more than 30 minutes. That's it. Cut it off at 30 minutes. When do you have 15 to 30 minutes for your pelvic health? Literally put it on your calendar. I need an alarm going off. I need it to be on your calendar. I need you to schedule it. I need you to put it on the refrigerator, on your mirror. You are showing up because this is your pleasure. This is your mental health. This is your relationship. This is your body confidence. This is your life that we're talking about here. So that's number two. Number one, I need you to believe that healing is still available. Number two, I need you to come up with a frequency of how often per week you will be showing up for your sexual wellness. All right, 15 to 30 minutes, put it in your calendar right now if you're listening to this, please. At least for the next seven days, when will you set aside time for your healing? You don't even need to know what to do just just yet. Just put it in your calendar. Number three, I need you to write down your goal and why you want to achieve it. Okay, so maybe your goal is pain-free sex with your husband. Maybe your goal is you want to be able to put in a tampon pain-free. Maybe your goal is you want to be able to get that pap smear without fear, without anxiety. Write that goal down. No more than two goals, your primary goals. And I need you to tell me, how would your life be different if you achieved it? This is your why. This is your fuel. This is what's going to keep you going. And then I need you to put that in a small box. Put that in your wallet. Put that somewhere where you can easily access. And I want you to look at it every single day. Every single day. Write the vision down. What is it that you want to achieve? Listen, get comfortable with it. And then after that, I want you to put down why it's important to you to achieve that. And how would your life be different? What does life look like when you can have sex that doesn't hurt? What does your confidence look like when you can come into the bedroom, stepping in, knowing that you're going to rock that thing, that you're going to connect, that you're not going to be fearful, that you're going to enjoy that, that closeness with the one you love? Listen, write that thing down. Okay, that's number three. Write down your goals. Number four, I need you to focus on a release method. Get your release method and focus on that method. I would suggest two release methods. To give you more of an idea of what I mean by this is a lot of people with difficulty achieving penetration have a tightness issue. The hole is just too small. It's just, it's just, it's just geometry. Like if you want something of this side to go in that of that hole, If you want a penis of that size to go inside that vagina, then that vagina needs to be able to stretch this much. Literally, at the basic level, that is kind of what we're struggling with for a lot of people who have difficulty with penetration. Oh, it feels like he's hitting a wall. Heck yeah, he's hitting a wall because that thing is closed. That thing is shut down for right now. Let's open it up. Let's open it up. So what is going to be your release method? A lot of my clients, I have them to use dilators. So that means three times out of the week for 15 and 30 minutes, they are using their dilator and they are not waiting for it to feel perfect before they go up on their size. Minimal to no pain, we're going up on the size. Can they move it in and out? Going up on the size. We're not staying here forever. We got goals to achieve. And when we feel pain, we're taking that as data. We're not taking that as a reason to shame our bodies. 
We're saying, hmm, okay, it's mild pain. How can I address that? Can I breathe? Do I need to remove it slowly and try again? Was I holding my breath? Do I need to do some stretches? We are taking data and then responding to that data. What do we need to pivot? When your computer is not working, you don't go, oh, this computer is so horrible. Who made this? Who designed this computer? It's so, mm, everyone else gets to use their computer, but I don't get to use my computer. This computer sucks. I'm not going to pick up this computer ever again for the next year. We don't do that. We start troubleshooting. We start closing tabs. We start Googling to figure out what we can do. We go on YouTube, figure out what's wrong on our computer. We shut it down. We shut it off and then shut it back on. When you have pain with dilation or pain with your exercises or pain using the pelvic wand, don't just give up. Sometimes you do need to take a break, take a nap, take a break for that day. You know, if you're really stressed, high anxiety. But for the most part, that can't be your method. That cannot be your go-to to just quit every time it gets hard. Troubleshoot. So find your pelvic floor release method. Dilators is what I highly recommend for people who have penetration issues. The penis can't get in, right? The toy can't get in. Tampon can't even get in. That's a penetration issue. So dilators are huge, no pun intended. Dilators are perfect for someone like yourself. Now, if your issue is that things can get in, but there's a lot of pain, especially at the opening, then what is your release method going to be? Is it going to be exercises, pelvic floor relaxation exercises with using a pelvic wand to get that tension that's in the back of that pelvic floor that may be referring pain? What is going to be your method of releasing tension and, and uh, pain? Something. Exercises, a dilator, a pelvic wand, something. That's your method of release. With sexual pain, usually you're holding either trigger points in those muscles like knots in your pelvic floor are you holding just overall tightness and obviously you're holding pain. So how are we going to get that stuff out? That's waste. We need to get that out. So we need to release it, physically release those things. Find your pelvic floor release method and stick to that three times a week if you can. If not three times, like your body's not tolerate, tolerating that, what will two times a week do? But we need that consistency. The next thing that we need to do if we are experiencing sexual pain and we're talking about an eight-week plan here, is we are going to be moving our pelvis at least three times a week on the same days that we use our pelvic floor release pattern. So let's say we're deciding to use a pelvic wand. Then we want to be exercising and moving our hips, moving our inner thigh muscles, stretching our glutes, stretching the pelvic floor. This is what I do with my clients. For vaginismus currently, currently, I have a 100% cure rate. People who come to work with me who have vaginismus, as long as they have finished a package with me, they get better. They're having the shakes. They are having the shakes. Come to me not even being able to get it in for years. Eight weeks down the line, on average, eight visits down the line, now they're having sex. So it's possible for you, but I need you to start moving your pelvis, okay? When you move your pelvis, you're helping your body to release anxiety. You're helping your body to release tension. You're also sort of training your brain in sensual movement patterns that that prepares you for more sex and more sexuality. All right, there has to be some movement involved. That was number five. Number six, this is the most important one. I need you to connect with a professional in the realm of the pelvic floor. Notice I say connect because everyone does not have the capacity to go to pelvic floor physical therapy. If you do, do it. It's an investment you're likely not going to regret. Even if you've been before, likelihood is that you just didn't connect with the right one. Everyone doesn't have the same training. Everyone doesn't have the same expertise. Like everyone's not great at the same thing, even if we're all pelvic floor therapists. 
One of my colleagues might be really good at working with postpartum prolapse. Someone else might be really good at working with diastasis recti, which is like when your abdomen sort of separates after a baby. Someone else really good at interstitial cystitis, which is a bladder pain condition. Me? My thing is vulvodynia vaginismus. I love working with that. I love working with vaginismus because for me, vaginismus has become extremely simple and it doesn't matter how long someone has had it. I actually love when people have it for a long time because I'm like, oh, we're going to have a really good testimony after this is done. So for me, vaginismus is my thing because it has become extremely easy for me. Vulvodynia, I would say not as easy for me to work with, but still I'm seeing the results, meaning I have to think a little bit more for vulvodynia. The results are still there right? Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, more more of a process. I feel that vulvodynia can be complex. There's so many layers, but people get better. So connect with a professional expert in the pelvic floor. What do I mean by that if you can't go to pelvic floor physical therapy? Hey, listen, can you start following one? Can you follow pelvic floor physical therapists? Can you join their email club? Can you go to their meetups? Can you go to the, the different workshops that they host? Learn as much as you can from them. These are the people that spent years studying the pelvic floor, treating the pelvic floor. They have the answers. I'm talking about a pelvic floor physical therapist, not a general physical therapist, not a gynecologist, not a yoga instructor, not a chiropractor. And all of those things are not bad, but I'm talking about specifically right now, sexual pain. Definitely connect with a pelvic floor physical therapist and learn from them. And I want to invite you right now, if you're thinking about connecting with the pelvic floor physical therapist and you're interested in working with myself or Dr. Mappa, then join my wait list. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. Join my wait list. We'll be accepting people in a few weeks to come and work with us. And listen, the results are crazy good. I'm getting testimonials from people who couldn't even have sex at all. And now they're having sex in a tent. They're going camping, having sex in a tent. No pain. Testimonials from people who are just reaching their anniversary and they're in the islands having sex on a vacation, riding. Listen, she riding her husband for the first time. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it could be this fun. She's having the time of her life. Will it take some effort working with us? Yes. Are we going to challenge you? Absolutely. But we're going to challenge you in a way that's very easy to digest. Just a few minutes, three times a week. That's what we do. We show you how to do it. We show you how to release that pain. In the session, we're teaching you how to interpret what your body is telling you. And we work with people all around the world. We're working with people virtually. So that means we can work globally with our clients. One-on-one virtual coaching. So if that's you, you're ready to step into more confidence and pleasure. You're ready to to step into a lasting sexual relationship with your loved one. Go ahead and join the wait list. And even if you're not ready to join, I want you to keep coming back to this podcast. Let me ask you this. If you enjoyed this or if you learned something new, if you have an eight-week plan to get better, to divorce your sexual pain, can I ask you to do this? Please leave me a five-star raving review. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please do me that favor That will help me to be encouraged to keep giving you this good, good information on sex, your pelvic floor and vaginal fitness. Share this podcast with someone, you know, and please come on back next Monday. I got more info for you. Can't wait to be back with you again next time. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.